You're tuning in to Past Hour Prime, a show powered by Squad Locker. Let's be great. Let's be great. Here are your hosts, retired Astros minor league star Tip Fairchild and former Patriots All-Pro center Dan Copen. Go rock this thing, huh? In person, yeah. This is pressure right now. Now now we're gonna go. uh, I'm Dan. He's Tip. We are Pastor Prime, powered as always by Squad Locker, your one-stop shop for all your custom decoration needs. Also, we have a newsletter coming out. We do. That will touch on previous guests, highlights of it, highlights, clips, clips. What else, Max? We miss anything? Promos for Squad Locker gear. Oh, that's the biggest part. Promos for Squad Locker gear. That's huge. Um, Okay, and then how do we find it? And we're going to ask people now. To do this. Now we're going to go to Max. Yeah, we're going to Max. <laughs> in the link in the bio, click the link in our bio. It's going to bring you right to our flow page. You if can, people don't understand, link in the bio. Go to our Instagram. Go to our Instagram. If click people on the don't little blue Instagram, thing. <laughs> you got to go to our right Instagram. To the flow page. Past our at past our past our prime show. show. That's our Instagram. And so click on the link on the bio. Also, and, it will have once we get a schedule. Once we get that organized, it'll have a schedule of upcoming guests. Ooh, right. Yep. So I like that. It's a new. The newsletter is big. Well, I'm I'm guessing we'll we'll talk about it again before the end of this episode. I'm pro- probably just that way. If people skip the beginning, you know, we get um, it on the end. Yeah, we have in <laughs> in studio guest today, uh, Dennis to Jesus, which mm-hmm. is a phenomenal last. I feel like I should like bow or something like that. <laughs> no, with I, that I, last I, I do too. I don't, I, yeah. I don't know if that's uh, yeah. um, uh, the blasphemy. It's, it's, it's to a do great, that, but yeah. powerful name. Uh, let, me, let me just say this: 60, you, I'm 66 years old, so you okay. should bow anyway. I've heard you every, look great for I, 76. I, <laughs> <laughs> I've heard every Jesus joke, D Jesus. Joke, yeah. I've heard them all. I bet there's you have. Not one that can there's, surprise. There's nothing me. that we no, can hit you with. We got it. But Dennis was the CEO of Special Olympics Rhode Island for 13 years. He's recently mm-hmm. retired, but uh, we've participated in a golf golf event uh, the last few years with Squad Locker. Squad Locker is a big sponsor of Special mm-hmm. Olympics Rhode Island. Um, yesterday, we uh, competed. Yeah. We didn't win. We didn't. We can't win this thing. Coming close. close. Yeah. We're usually in the top two, three, four. Ten but, under. But if I remember, someone had the longest drive. Yeah, that's accurate. Yeah. It, I mean, technically, yeah. it wasn't yeah. the longest drive on that hole. It was just in the fairway. I will say, we had a, we had a debate. Um, Frank, you know, our CFO, yeah. leads the, t- you know, he, he's our team leader. Sure. You know, uh, you know former, former uh, quasi-like college athlete, I guess you could say, <laughs> out of him. I mean, uh, I don't then, see it. But I don't see it either. <laughs> but then, but he fills his team with... Yeah. You know, Dan, couple, you know, couple, bowl, couple Super Bowls. No, no, Bowls, it fills up with professional athletes. Professional a couple athletes. Of big Thank you, Dan. A couple of big Dan, guys. You yeah. got Trent Whitfield, oh, yeah. who's yeah. an NHL guy. Yeah. And then you got me, a, 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 a semi-pro. Profe- a professional. <laughs> I'm, 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 professional baseball We're just going to call you a professional from now Thank on. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. Professional. <laughs> so, Did you get paid? I got paid. Absolutely. Professional. Absolutely. Not pro. Well, but yes, absolutely. Did you Tip, get paid? You're the pro in our eyes. That's there right. You're Thank you, Dennis. Our eyes. See, Dennis there you is a go. big time guy. So that's our team. Frank said, um, hey, you know, Dan was crushing drives. Trent was making pots. I was hitting my wedges great. I, we don't know what Tip did, though. <laughs> He's like, we don't know what Tip did. I was like, guys, I'm the glue. I mean, like, I'm the glue. Yeah. I'm the anchor. You know, we know if we had a bad shot, I'm going to get us close, maybe. <laughs> but I didn't do much great yesterday. I had a big drive on the first hole. I think we're just consistent, right? I mean, nobody did anything special. We were yeah. close. We, for one hole, we were probably 
Oh, we looking at a bogey one hole. Yeah, par par to par par to par five. That's a killer. That's a killer. That's a killer um, for us. And that's so. probably where we. I don't know. I don't par that many par fives I, in my own ball. No, you know, yeah, like, so that I mean, hurts because you yeah, got yeah. distance. Your silky smooth swing silky right smooth. now. What well, it's did, all about. It's all yeah. support. All about supporting the great athletes. There you go. Bring us back to life. Put your egos yeah, aside. Put them aside. <laughs> you know, it's hard. It's hard to do when we get on the course. You do. Let's talk golf tournaments for a second in general because. I've played in, you know, and you know my my father in law now, yeah. the Rainoni family. So yeah. Mike and then and you know is it Rainone or Rainoni? They the boys say it Rainoni. Well, let's ask Jesus oh, here. Yeah. No, I always say Rainone. Yeah, my wife says Rainone. I think they hear both. I yeah. think they hear both. Trust yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, I deal with this on a hourly basis. <laughs> <laughs> so they, uh, uh, you know, me coming to Rhode Island fourteen years ago. Um, I've played in more golf scrambles yeah. with my father in law and Ronnie. I don't know if you can play in as many as I've played in. There was years where I was playing in probably 15, like every, 20 scrambles. Every Monday. Yeah. Every Monday every the Monday. entire summer. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, how do you guys – they're, they're just – they're connected. They, they're they yeah. in a lot of different things. And they've always, I know, been big supporters of, yeah. of Special Olympics. And um, I remember going to some of the first ones. Now, you do a good job where the food's out. Mm-hmm. This is the big key. Yep. Biggest key to these golf tournaments. They're always going to be slow because you want to have full fields. Right. You want to have as many people as you can, right. and people get that because they're there to spend the money and support the group that they're, mm-hmm. you know, they're going there to, to support. And hopefully, they're bringing a foursome that they enjoy being around. Exactly. Oh, yep. that's, that's that's a key. big kick. That's right. Key. Yep. So then next, you have the people who are unorganized. Not you guys. Mm-hmm. Food's not out. Scoreboards aren't updated. Like they do a raffle late. Like you're there for three more hours. Yeah. You do it nice. Yeah. Food's out. Give people twenty minutes. Yeah. Bang. Scores come out. Go home. Call it a day. Call it a day. It's That's a how day. you do it. It's a long day. Yeah. I mean, if you're there at twelve thirty, you mm-hmm. know, you you, you got to get home by seven thirty at the latest. That's right. So the one thing I really stressed to the people at well yesterday at Potawatomi was, I want the food served when the first group comes off the tee. It's a way to uh, do when it. they finish the green. Finish green. Yep. At eighteen. They're done with their eighteen. I want them to eat. Um, I don't want the half hour. Cocktail mm-hmm. hour, the forty-five minute cut. I don't want the the raffle where you're, you're drawing numbers and you're one at a time. There's yeah, twenty-five things. There exactly. You go. So uh, we try to. We're very conscious of the fact that we got to get people in, have them play, feed them lunch, have them play, and then get them supper, and then get them home. That's the way to do it. Yeah. Have you been it. in some of the long ones? You've been yeah. in some of the long ones too, I'm sure. Yeah, and I think of the p- raffle pulling is the trouble. The oh. long, yeah, but the long ones too, and then. It's it's sometimes when you're when you're when you're boozing a little bit, mm, maybe yeah. that prolongs the night. Yeah. And yeah, as I've gotten deep. older, I've gotten more mature. That doesn't happen very and much. And it's always Mondays usually. It's usually yeah, a Monday. Usually and Monday. Tuesdays yeah. just. I mean, you got you yeah. got stuff to do yeah. on Tuesday, so yeah. you can't you can't yeah. spend all night. They do say yeah. don't let don't let Tuesday ruin your Monday. Wow. It's the other way around. <laughs> don't let, it's really don't let Sunday <laughs> don't let Monday ruin your Sunday. But you know the weeks never end for us, Max. Right. You know, there's every day is a Sunday for somebody like Dan. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was nice to you and before. You now, and you now, Dennis. Yes. Every day is a Sunday for you now. So yeah. what, what brought you to the Special Olympics 13 yeah, years 13 ago? 13 years ago. Yeah. Um, well, it even goes back further than that. I was the director of Pox and Recreation in the city of Cranston. And uh, we invited the Special Olympics to come to Cranston Stadium to do some events. And I went there, and I was absolutely hooked. I, mm-hmm. I was just... I saw the smiles, I saw the happiness, saw the camaraderie, 
It's all that competition, because when they get into mm-hmm. competition, they're competing. Um, and I went over to the director at the time. I said, I would love to serve on your board if you have room. And she invited me to the board. I became vice chair, I became chairman of the board. Then I left the organization. But in the back of my mind, I always, always knew that if there was ever an opportunity to get back in a leadership role, I would love to go back. Mm-hmm. So in my career, um, at the time, I was director of advancement at Bishop Henrikin High School. Mm-hmm. I was uh, doing fundraising, alumni affairs, and I thought I would never leave. You know, I'm a sports guy, jock, what better place to be than Bishop Henrikin, right? right. Uh, then Mike McGovern, my predecessor, knocked on my door one day and said, uh, I, off, I put in my resignation, I'm retiring, and I think you'd be perfect for the job. So I threw my hat in the ring, and lo and behold, uh, 13 years ago tomorrow, August 31st, 2009, I was appointed mm-hmm. a director of Special Olympics. And um, people always say to me, oh, what a great job you've done. No, 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 no. I'm the one who's been truly blessed. Uh, to be around, and Dan, you know, mm-hmm. you got a sister and, uh, who has intellectual disabilities. Be around those people. Um, you can't have a bad day. Now, you're not going to be a millionaire. You're not going to, you know, mm-hmm. put your head on. But when you put your head on the pillow at the end of a day, you feel pretty good about yourself. Yeah. And, and Ten minutes in, I've got chills already. Yeah, well, that's what, yeah <laughs> you've got a no, good no, voice no, for this. Chill. No, yeah. no, no, no <laughs> a lot I'm better serious. than ours. I'm serious. <laughs> it's, just, it's just that, you know, you, you just you can't have a bad day. I yep. mean, they approach every day with a smile on their face. Teach it, it should really teach you a life lesson right then and there, you know. Yep. But it, it was, it's been an incredible run, great staff, great board of directors. Um, but the athletes just, uh, they put that smile on your face. You can't come off, you know. Yeah, I'm going to use a big word right now. You ready for this word? Uh-oh. I can feel like, spell it? and I've been here, I cannot spell <laughs> it. Get this ready, Max, in case. Um, so, again, I've been around 14 years. You are synonymous with, that's the word. I bet you could spell it. I think it. that's the right word. I can't. Synonymous. You didn't go to with, Boston College, with, did you? I, no, no, so no, main, no, so. no. Yeah. Synonymous <laughs> with Special Olympics Rhode Island. Like yeah. that, I look at it as being really you and, and your general personality and who you are and how you act, right? It feels like I want to be – if I'm going to pick something to be, uh-huh. you know, a part of or go to, that's, that's it uh-huh. for me. It, it has been since I've been here. Yeah, I, I mean, you know, I, I jumped into an organization that had a very solid foundation. You know, I didn't have to reinvent the wheel. I didn't have to throw out a whole staff, bring in a whole new staff. Everything was pretty much in place when I came on board. Mike McGovern did a wonderful job putting everything in place. And then we, we just built on that and grew mm-hmm. on that. Then opportunities came on our way. And, and I got to be honest, there aren't too many people who say no to Special Olympics. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When you go and you have to make an ask for at any company, corporation in Rhode Island, and you say Special Olympics, they're not yeah. going to say no. Yeah. So that made it easy, too. And, and then we just expanded our programs, got into our schools. We did a lot with our high school program, middle school program. That really flourished over the last 10, 15 years. So, I mean, everything kind of fell into place, but worked with an amazing staff and an amazing board, a board that never said no, mm-hmm. a board that never micromanaged me a boy that allowed us to do the work that we did and was always there on the supportive side. Is Do you have any idea, and this might, you might know this, how many overall lives or athletes, you know, you kind of were associated with during the 13 years there? Do you yeah, have an idea you know, uh, pre-COVID, uh, we were up to about 4,500 athletes pre-COVID. Yep. Uh, we were really, we were really steaming. We mm-hmm. were going great guns. And, and then COVID hit and that threw us for a loop. Yeah. Um, to the point where, you know, not only the four of us sitting here today, we couldn't understand COVID. 
you can imagine what yeah. an athlete was going through. Right. Um, so before COVID, I'm, I'm thinking maybe about 4,500 athletes. Since then, probably around 2,000, 2,500 building mm-hmm. up every single year. But uh, those were tough times. But at the peak, when we were really running, really going big, I would say about 4,500. Yeah, that's a big number. And, and we've hear, heard that just in our industry, right? We're in youth sports, high schools, everything, yeah. right? Squad locker. So we've... You know, we've seen if it's a soccer, just a, you know, your standard Parks and Rec soccer organization, say it's CLCF or something like that, right? They might have 1,200 kids playing soccer. During those COVID years, it went down to like 500, 600. So it was almost in half. They're building back up again. They're not at the same levels, but, you know. you That'll come back. One great story, you know, when when it hit, um, we put our, my staff and I, we put our, our names out there, our cell numbers, our emails, and, and we said to our athletes, you have an issue, you call us mm-hmm. anytime, 24-7, day, night, you know. And one night I, I get a text from an athlete, two words, I'm scared. And that mm-hmm. really put everything into perspective for us that we had to do, we're not in athletics anymore. Now we're into getting these people through a very traumatic part of their life, this pandemic, right. trying to explain it to them and then trying to get them through uh, the social uh, uh, isolation that they had, they were going through at that time. Right. So believe you me, it was a very difficult time for Special Olympics. But hopefully, you know, they, the sunshine and today, maybe we're moving in a much better direction. Yeah, I like I yeah. like how he put. I mean, you say this, and I've heard this for the last few years at your event. When you talk, it's not really about Special Olympics; it's about the athletes. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't really say, hey, you're donating to Special Olympics. It's thank you for helping our athletes. And it's not, you know, about the organization. It's about the individual themselves. Great point, Dan. I mean, it's athletes first. And and my my successor who's coming in now, um, you know, when we met for the first time, uh, I said, he said, any advice? I said, yeah, I only got one piece of advice. Always keep the athletes first. Mm -hmm. Any decision you make, athletes first. And um, if you do that, you can't go wrong. You may make a wrong decision. That happens. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you truly, in your heart of hearts, are putting them first, then you're going to be okay. Do you think that they were, uh, you said, you know, I'm scared was the text. Do you think they were scared because... Tip was scared too. Oh, yeah. I was, <laughs> I was scared for a long time. <laughs> Do you think they were scared because they, you know, they were uncertain of like, you know, health implications? Or was it more like man, this is the biggest part of a team that I'm on, and I don't get to do that this year. Yeah. I don't, and will we get to do it again? Yeah. There was yeah, a while like there the where like, and all that stuff. Am I going to ever be able to play golf again? Am I going to yeah. play racquetball? Sure. Like, am I going to be able to go to the sure. gym? I mean, I mean, for them, um, sports is the vehicle. Don't get me wrong. Sports right. will always be the vehicle. But what, they, what they're trying to obtain is um, acceptance, inclusion, yeah. Connection. respect, yep. dignity, and, and their team provides them that. So when they go to an event and they're with their teammates, mm-hmm. just like any other team, yep. when you're with your teammates, you feel better about yourself. Yep. You know, and when you're succeeding on the athletic field, they feel better about themselves. You know, we had a great tagline about 25 years ago, training for life. That's what Special Olympics was doing, building confidence, building self-esteem so our athletes can go out into the real world and either get a job or do something productive in their mm-hmm. eyes. You know, i tell you a great story. And, Certainly, Dan can relate to this. About eight or nine years ago, I get a call. Uh, four athletes want to come in and see me. Okay, absolutely. So they come in and uh, they said, we want to play football. You know, on Sundays, you know, we put the TV on. We watch our favorite team. We watch the Patriots. So we watch whoever. And we want to play football. You know, how do we do this? 
So we bring my program staff in and we started um, flag football, mm-hmm. co-ed, uh, not co-ed, excuse me, uh, unified, but mm-hmm. we had partners yep. who, could, who play in along with our athletes. And they're out there on a Sunday morning over in Smithfield and they got the flags on and they got the mouthpiece in mm-hmm. and they're playing football. Mm-hmm. So when you talk about putting athletes first, if they come to you with an idea, you got to find a way to make that happen. Yeah. You know, now there's sometimes you've got to say no. I, I mean, we've been approached about hockey and it may be a little difficult mm-hmm. to, 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 to make happen only because ice time and the cost and the amount yeah. and everything. But when they came to us about, hey, we want to play football. I mean, you know, we're in Rhode Island. We're close by to, yeah. you know, Foxborough. Let's play football. Absolutely. You know, so. And then once a year, they get a chance to go out on the field in mm-hmm. Foxborough. The Kraft family invites all of the Special Olympians from Rhode Island, Massachusetts, Connecticut, New England to come out and play one day. Well, what, a, what a thrill that is for them. Wow. Yeah, I bet. You know? um, in terms of the sports, right? So what's the biggest one that has the most amount of athletes? Uh, is, it, is it track and field or is it something like that? What, nah, what one would it be? Definitely basketball. Basketball. Yeah, yep, so we sense. in one one season we'll do uh, unified where mm-hmm. with and without disabilities play together. Uh, yep. Three athletes with disabilities, two without, playing competitively against other teams, mm-hmm. and then we do traditional, which is all five of the athletes are our athletes playing against yep. other other uh, teams. That by far is the most popular sport, the biggest sport. Um, it's, yeah. it's just like the regular kids. It's the easiest sport to play. Easy, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get a ball. All you need is a basket yeah. and a ball and ball. like sneakers. Yep. Sneaks. Yeah. You know, yeah. so for them, uh, basketball has always been the most popular sport. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, years ago, uh, all we did was traditional athletics. It was athletes playing against athletes. And then my counterpart in Connecticut about 20, 25 years ago introduced Unified, bringing uh, athletes without disabilities playing with athletes with disabilities. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it absolutely has taken off. And now our athletes, they want to play with their friends yep. without disabilities and play. You know, oh, that's why, so that's I mean, so yeah. Connecticut, the guy in Connecticut yeah. started that because when my sister was growing up, um, it was bowling. Yeah. Bowling was a big thing for her. Mm-hmm. I know weightlifting is a big thing in Special Olympics. And, you know, you guys got the... Yeah. You know the the big Olympic Games, which is international. Yeah. I mean, this is, who right. started Special Olympics? Well, that's a good question. Do you know? Yes, <laughs> I don't. I don't know. Can I make a guess? Yes. Can you give me a year? Nineteen uh, sixties, nineteen early sixties, probably. I tell you what, I'll, I'll give you a little hint. No, 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 American royalty. Kennedys? Got to be the Kennedys. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. Gerald Ford was a good guess. That was a me. good guess. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, Kennedys. Okay. That makes sense. You could, I mean, Ford was political. He could have went anywhere. He could have went Abraham Lincoln. That was a good first qualifying question okay. by me. Well, I didn't look at uh, that either. It was, was Eunice. A, Eunice okay. Kennedy. Good. Or Eunice okay. Shriver Kennedy. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Where were we going before that? Um, unified <laughs> sports. Because, yeah. okay. I, I mean, we live in East Greenwich. I, I know. Oh, what, how long, bowling. How yeah. long has Unified been in Rhode Island? As it, I don't remember that. About 15 years. 15. So right before yeah. you got there? Right before I got there, it really started to take off. And yeah. I know, like, I mean, the programs and the schools have all bought into that. Um, the thing. Now you got a whole unified, un, like nationwide, unified right. games where 
these teams can come and compete at right. you know, national level. Yeah. So unified sports w- was part of our program. And then in 2010, we introduced unified champion sports in our high schools and in our middle schools. Mm-hmm. So we were never in our schools before. Um, and then in 2010, 10 high schools introduced unified basketball. So here you have a situation where our athletes go to high school, never had the chance to play a varsity sport, right. never had a chance to play a junior varsity sport. Now they're wearing their school colors. Now they're going through the hallways, high-fiving people because they mm-hmm. got a game that day. You know, play, We always schedule the game at 3.30 so that people who were at the school could come and watch the game. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and for the first time, they're wearing their school colors, and, and, and they are on a varsity sport playing unified basketball. It then grew from 10 schools. Well, every high school in Rhode Island that has a special ed program has a unified basketball program. We, mm-hmm. do, we do volleyball in the spring. I uh, know volleyball in the fall because all the fall sports are outdoors. We skip the winter because everything's indoors. Then in the spring, when they go back outdoors again, we do basketball, basketball. in the spring. Yep. So um, that has been a game changer yeah. right there. That has been a game yeah. changer. And so we do volleyball. We do um, we do basketball. And the reason we did we picked those two sports because they're in the school and it's easy for people to get to the school. The fear that we had if we ever did soccer or football is that you're out on a field, kind of isolated. People have to leave the school and walk to get, we don't think it would it would have the same attraction mm-hmm. as basketball and volleyball. So that's where we've been, um, you know, since 2010. I'll tell you, you want, you want to try to tear me up. The one thing that, well, besides the dog dog movies where the, the dog dies, those, the, like, uh, Homer Bound. <laughs> Homer Bound. Homer Bound. I'm a puddle. <laughs> Absolute puddle. Shadow comes over that thing. The kid's like, where's my dog? And then he's the dog comes over the, I missed you, Robert, or whatever. Oh, that one gets me. Peter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Peter. That's it, Max. The, the, only, the other thing that gets me, when you want to walk out of here thinking, Dog movies. Yeah, yeah. Homer Bound. Homer Bound. That's the one that kills me. <laughs> so you go, um, but you get the clip. Usually happens during the winter because it's basketball season, right? You get the clip on Facebook or Instagram that pops up on your phone, and it's uh, senior night, you know, at a big basketball game, yeah. packed place in New Jersey or something, right? Yeah. You got goosebumps. <laughs> and uh, and you see, you know, maybe it's the team manager that might be, might be, you know, special needs, might be a kid that's playing, playing unified, probably part of Special Olympics, but they're, they want to be part of that club, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then they put them in the game. And makes then a shot. makes a shot. Yeah. Waterworks. Yeah. Every time. Yeah. And these things are coming up nonstop yeah. now oh, on yeah. me. So it's like a big oh, cry yeah. festival at yeah. night yeah. during yeah. the winter. Yeah. Yeah. Those get me. Yeah. Those yeah. get me good. They dress the manager for one game. They put them out there. Oh, okay. Nails a three. Always. Always makes nails the shot. a three yeah, every time. Makes the shot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, crazy. But crazy now we're videos. taking that team manager and we're putting him on a team where he's That's playing. Right. You know, an eight week schedule. Yep. Then having playoffs. Then playing for a state championship. Mm-hmm. You know, so now that team manager is in a novelty part of part, part of, of a team. You know, That's right. and, and that becomes extremely important for you know. And and I remember the first year we did this, we had an athlete from Smithfield High School. What an athlete! This kid was six four, could run the floor, score. Uh, did everything. So he and I are on a talk show together. And the moderator says to him, uh, all right, you won a state championship. You're wearing your state championship jacket today. What was the best part? He said, bus rides. Mm. Mm -hmm. Bus rides. And and we looked at him and he said, 
someone would bring cookies and brownies and, and we would just look at each other and have a conversation and talk about things. And to me, that was the best part of, of uh, and, I, and, I, and I'll tell another story that will really give you goosebumps. I get a call from a mom one day and she says, I want to talk, talk about my son. Every day he goes to school, he's autistic, he's on the autistic uh, scale. Every day he goes to school and uh, he comes home and I try to engage him in conversation. How was your day today? It was okay. Did you have a good day? Not really. Um, anything you want to talk about? No. Comes home one day, um, how was school today? Had a great day today, mom. She said, why? Well, you know, I joined my unified basketball team. Um, and today I walked in the cafeteria and one of the partners said, hey, Johnny, come sit with us. Mm -hmm. Here's a kid who walks into a cafeteria every day with no one to, no one to sit with, no one really to talk to. Mm -hmm. Goes off by himself, has his lunch, and goes back into the classroom, right? Something we never knew because we probably all walked into, a, into our yeah. cafeteria had a million people to sit with, right? This kid and the mother said, you can't imagine how much you've changed his life just by offering this program and introducing him to some new people who are respecting him and showing some dignity, and he sits with them in the lunchroom now. Yeah. Now he comes home and he's a different kid. Yeah. yeah. How was school today? I had a great day, mom. Yeah, and that happens thousands of times that you don't hear about thousands too. Thousands of times. Yeah. Right, that over the kid and over doesn't again. tell it to the parents, yeah. and the parents don't tell it to you. Right. It happens all the time. Right, yeah. Yeah, so that, yeah, those are powerful, yeah. powerful stories. There's another group, um, team, uh, and they, they kind of, you know, take take your approach on this, like the team impact group where they'll they'll bring in an athlete and put them on like a college team and make them part of that yeah. club and those athletes right. like t really take to that person. Right. right. You know, and it's right. like they, they become one. I know Gary, our CEO, his son was involved uh, yeah. with, he was on the hockey team at yeah. Babson or, or he was the manager, I think, of the hockey team at Babson. They had yeah. a team impact group come in yeah. and they said, this is like the most popular kid on campus. Oh, sure. You know, so sure. that that's that's how you yeah. change lives yeah, for sure. For sure. So yeah, I what else you got? I don't even know where you go after that. Yeah, that was a good story. That's that was, a powerful story. That was, but <laughs> that's a power. You want to go to Ohio State? Oh, is that where my, you want to go? You were talking. Yeah. We'll cover that. Talk we'll about flag. That. And then I, I, I got to tell my Dan Copen. Oh, you want to tell the story? Can tell the winning story? You're ready for it right now. Oh, absolutely, Max. You ready for this? Oh yeah. So I get a call in my house, and Father Ron, who's the pastor here at Immaculate Conception, says, "Then I don't know if you know, but." Uh, Dan Copen is marrying Miss Amber Amber Van Egan. Van Egan. Yeah. So Amber Van Egan, I don't know Miss Van Egan, Amber Van Egan, and I said he's uh, lucky enough to marry. Uh, that, oh, that, that's very oh, true. Mix that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, very yeah. true. President of the that, that goes that goes without saying. That goes without saying. Out kicking the coverage. <laughs> President <laughs> of what the I do. Club. <laughs> So um, he says to me, I, I want a couple of people in the back of the church just standing there. I don't want anyone crashing this wedding or, or, or doing something absolutely crazy. Could you have kept my extended family out by the way? <laughs> <laughs> Where were you on that one? And so <laughs> I, I, I said to him, so uh, we can assume that what you're saying is Tom Brady's gonna be at the wedding. Mm -hmm. And he said, yes, he is. I said, more importantly, Father, is Mrs. Brady coming to the wedding? <laughs> and he said to me, it's a sin to lust. And I said, Father, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. But uh, he said, no, I don't think she's coming. I said, okay. So I, I get to the wedding, and Dan's groomsmen, I think, were all linemen. Uh, there were f there were a couple big guys on there, yeah. 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 So Andrew yep. Z was one. I know yep. that for sure because he was showing me his ring. And, and here comes Tom, right? 
and, and it's like it's like a high school cafeteria. Tommy's here. Tom's mm-hmm. here. They were like they were like gushing over the fact that here comes I the quarterback. Been, my heart would have been racing. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> for sure. For seeing sure. that seeing sure. that beauty walk through. <laughs> for sure. Right. For sure. Right. So, what father had said to me in anticipation of this, he said, "Now look it. Don't bring a football." <laughs> Don't bring, we don't want this guy signing autographs and make a, a scene out of this, right? Sign the program. Yeah, yeah, you know. So, that would actually so be anyway, a great keepsake. The, the wedding goes off, yeah. you know, and, and of course, what am I doing? I'm waiting for Tom to come out of the church. Now, mm-hmm. everyone is out of the church. No Tom Brady. Well, he's taking a picture with the organist. He's taking a picture with Father Ron. <laughs> oh, he's oh everyone. everyone is, yeah. you know, you know. So finally he comes out and uh, he's walking to his car. And I said, Tom, I said, would you mind signing something for me? And he said, of course I will. Um, what do you got? I said, well, believe it or not, the only thing I have is a golf ball because they told me I couldn't bring in a football or anything <laughs> big. You know? Whatever fits in your pocket. Yeah. And so he goes, he goes, come on, of course I'll sign it. So I sign it. And then I said to him, I said, Tom, by the way, my car is right next to yours. It's the one with the Ohio State stickers on it. Mm-hmm. And he looks at me and he says, give me the ball back. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good story. The, yeah, that the is rivalry is still strong. That is a good story. Yeah, yeah that day was supposed what to be about Amber. Yeah, not about not about oh, you. Yeah. It, I think I think it was. Thanks it to was. Dennis. You know, I think it, it kept it them went, went off pretty well. Oh, that That's was good. You know, I don't. Ceremony. That was that a was, beautiful wedding. Where'd you, what time of year was that? Uh, April. <laughs> April. Do you know what day? 11th. Okay, good. April 11th. I'm glad you I, remember I'm, that. April 11th. Okay. Yes. Um, yeah. Nice day? It was a nice day. Nice it was day. a really nice day. Which, you we got, it was a right Friday, Friday night wedding. We, Apparently Friday that's not wedding. Uh, that's not that. That's well, common I, now. It is common. Yeah, but back common. then it was like, yeah. oh, what, why aren't we doing this on a Saturday? I think, I think we did it on Friday because we had it at the Biltmore. Yeah. The reception. You want to have it at, and I don't late, think late they day. had Saturday available. So, yeah. and you were probably a late um, planner on this. I'm saying that because the athletes, not it's me. tough, not me. No, no, but athletes, it's tough. You I don't, don't know, know if we were late. Are you, you, you know, are you going to be in camp? Are you going to be at a mini camp? Are you going to be? Is, is the season going to be over? Do you schedule it around? Yeah, it was you know? scheduled around right that type of thing. Got it. Got yeah. it. When we could get a you know week yeah vacation or is I that when most guys get married NFL that time of year? I don't know, Tip. I don't, I like I don't have the stats question. on that. I feel like this is a good question to ask. <laughs> I would assume, I would, I would, Dan kind of looked over at me like I might yeah. know. I, no, because I, I would assume well, let me tell I would you. assume the off season is probably the way to go in, in the yeah. marriage thing for you let know, players. Let me tell you why I asked that. Because, when did you get married? Well, uh, almost. What day well, did you get, get married? What day did you get married? I was October 1st. <laughs> Got to think about it for a second. I, yep, I'm right on that. So that yes. was right in the middle of the season. Yes, but my season was done by then. As in my oh, career, <laughs> my career was done by then. Oh, you weren't playing but, in October. But I would tell you is the weddings that I've been to for a lot of my buddies that you know were either in in the major leagues or in the minor leagues or whatever. Um, usually they're all falling in that November to New Year's. Yeah, time right when frame. they right when they that's they have that's the, time. the most sure. common time, and that's a tight window because yeah. baseball season's so long. Yeah, and usually you're going to camp like right around right around New Year's. Like you're going at least to work out, and then you go to spring training. Yeah. So like. Then you start playing games and you play every day, remember? Sure. You know, like for the whole time. So, and then you take the gamble on, you know, am I going to be in the playoffs? Like, yeah. am I going to get called? Mm-hmm. A lot of guys take the gamble on if they're going to get called up or not, right? Mm-hmm. If they're in the minor leagues and they book a, you know, September 25th wedding, mm-hmm. right? And then they're in, they're in single A. 
You know, and they booked that a year before. And all of a sudden, you get hot. And, like, now you're in the big leagues. You get a September call-up. And you're like, well, I guess we're not getting married now. Might want to put that so out. So that has happened. Bit. I know that's happened a bunch. So. I believe it. That's my a good wife, story. My wife that. drops me the uh, – she says, uh, we're gonna get, we're engaged. We're going to get married. She goes, I booked everything. I said, when is it? And she said, November 24th. I said, November 24th. I said, 1990? Yeah, 1990, November 24th. I said, Michigan, Ohio State playing on November 24th. I said, I hope it's not around 12 noon. No, it's a four o'clock wedding. I said, okay, good. I got three hours. Yeah, you can get it. I'll, I'll, you know. (laughs) That's good. So because we don't have big time football in Rhode Island, obviously, that's I have the a, team you latched yeah, on I have, to. Huh? I know. I have a ton of relatives. You didn't, out okay. in Ohio. You didn't go there. No, no. I have so, a ton of relatives in Ohio. Um, in 1980, I forget, 85, 86, uh, the year that Hobbler guaranteed, he was the quarterback, he was guaranteed that Michigan would beat Ohio State when he was quarterback. And I get invited out to go to the game. Now you walk into a stadium like that, and mm-hmm. you're like, I don't see anything like this in Rhode yeah. Island. Yeah. You know? And you know Boston not, College not, is not, great. It's not that. It's not, it's not no. Boston College. You don't yeah. need. To, you don't need to pump it up. It's not great. No, it is great. But <laughs> oh, it's a great school. But it's not in terms of a, not a big house. Like, no, it's it not would be. Like and by that. the way, no. it's a shame that it's not. Yeah. It's a shame that's not because that would be New England's kind of team. Yeah, right. It, sh- it is New England. It should be New England. It, it, is. it is. It is. Yeah. It is. It is. It's just a pro sports town. Yeah. But you that's, know, what I mean, that's just the way it is. Yeah. It, it would be New England's team yeah. of like, hey, everybody yeah. comes like Alabama or wherever. Yeah. And it's just, it doesn't get the heat. Should. Yeah. I, would, I went up there one, one, well, four or five years ago playing Notre Dame at home and it wasn't a sellout. Yeah, it's crazy. How can you not have a sellout? Well, between Boston Notre Dame, College and Notre Dame. Dennis, I'd, yeah. I'd probably, I, I would like to interject here. Uh, oh, I go. believe it was a sellout. Everybody was just out in the field drinking. That's kind of what happens. You know, yeah. they usually don't yeah. show up no, till yeah. the second quarter or something like that. Why are we going to go watch this crappy <laughs> football yeah. team play? We're just going to stay It's a weekend. We can go outside and drink. Yeah. That's what we do. Uh, what yeah. about this weekend? we got a big game between Ohio State and yeah. Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. And it's been... <clears throat> pretty publicized the last few days of the disrespect that uh, Notre Dame is getting. I think it's like a 14, 17, 14 to 17 14, point, 14 15 point underdog underdog. Yeah. Going in. Is it at Ohio state? It's at Ohio state. Oh, okay. That makes sense a little bit, but early college season spreads are tough too. You mm-hmm. early college. They're all How do we over feel about Ohio state and this Mar- year? You know, Marcus Freeman coming back head coach. Yeah. yeah. He's Dame, a D coordinator there. Or he was the line. I, Played football at Ohio State. Yes, he was starting linebacker for three out of, of his four years. Now he's the head coach at. Then he coached there too. In the yeah, beginning? yeah. Coached a little bit at, at Ohio State, and then he went to Notre Dame as their defensive coordinator. And now he comes back as the head coach. First game or second game as the head coach because he coached in the bowl game yeah. last year. And bowl games but, really don't count nowadays. Yeah, but you know, here he is coming into Ohio Stadium, and he's. I'm sure he's playing that card over and over again. They're disrespecting mm-hmm. us. No respect here. But uh, I think the Buckeyes are going to be on a mission this year. Okay. They're going to be on a mission. You're, especially saying, you're, you're saying top four college playoffs. Yeah, especially on November 26th when Michigan comes to is town. That the, is that mm-hmm. the only game that they really care about? Yeah. Even if they lose, I mean, they're not going to. But what if they yeah. lose every other game and they beat Michigan? Does that save a Season's job? Got to Does that Michigan. save a job? Well, a lot, a lot of a lot of coaches have lost their jobs by not beating Michigan. Yeah, that's probably John Cooper. Look at John it. Cooper yeah. was a great coach at at Ohio State couldn't beat Michigan. Went two and eleven, and then he lost his job. So, so what about no? Got to beat Michigan. Did hard? Did who won last year? Michigan or, or Ohio State? Ohio State. Michigan won. That was yeah. the first time Harbaugh first beat time him, in right? Ten years. Yeah. First time in ten years. 
um, on a frozen field, took the speed away from Ohio State. They couldn't. Oh, they couldn't we're, they, we're, we're making excuses right I, now. Yeah, I'm making, making, making excuses. That was the biggest excuse I've heard somebody say in this yeah. room. That was a big excuse. Yeah. <clears throat> frozen the, field. The frozen field and, yeah. Dennis, they I ran got, through us. I got to tell you, and I, uh, Vrabel uh, was oh, at the wedding as well. Oh, Vrabel. When he left New England, um, and he went as a linebacker's coach to Ohio State right after he retired, <clears throat> which doesn't happen a lot, but Urban Meyer was there, and he hired Vrabel as a linebacker coach. Um, I thought 1,000% Vrabel was going to be the next head coach at some point in his career of Ohio State. Mm-hmm. And then he got in the NFL, and he realized he doesn't have to recruit, and it's not it's not, not as hard stuff. of a job. Yeah. It's still a hard. It's a very very hard job to coach anywhere. But you take recruiting yeah. and traveling, talking to high school kids, you know, right. which can be difficult at times. And, sure. And dealing at that level, it's a different mm-hmm. different type of coaching. Yeah. Now, now I don't I don't know if he goes back, but I think Ohio State would be would welcome welcome yeah. him mm. if he wanted to. Yeah, I think. But Ryan um, Day, who was also offense coordinator at Boston College before he went to Ohio State, is a phenomenal coach as well. And, and you go he's, Luke, he's the head coach at Ohio State. You go now. Luke Fickle at Cincinnati. Yeah. Another ex-Buckeye. Yeah. You know, so there's a lot of people in the coaching ranks that probably have their eye on Ohio State, but, you know, the timing has to be right, as you well know. If no one's leaving, you know, Ryan Day, will, will the pros come after him at some point and mm-hmm. give him an offer and he leaves? Uh, a lot of interesting stuff on the college mm-hmm. side. That's fun. I never thought in a million years Jim Tressel would ever would ever go. Well, he cheated. Come on, sort now. of had to fire him. Sweater vest. Vest. I, Sweater vest. I, I, I never thought. I mean, if you're okay with cheating, I guess I guess yeah. your normal uh, you know Power Five program. <laughs> so I you're never in the thought, Thunderdome I now. I'm getting killed <laughs> yeah, now. Now you're in the Thunderdome. I never thought. Ohio State would lose Jim Tressel, and I never thought the Boston Red Sox would lose Terry Francona, mm. and they both got fired in the same year. Yep, same year. It's true. They both got fired. Yeah. It's a so it's a, yeah, it's it, a beast it's of an industry in pro sports in general. Yeah. Right? I mean, right now we're listening to it a lot with Belichick. Right? People are cranked up on Belichick right now. I hate to say this, but oh, he's going to say it. I think it's time. Mm, see, Ooh. that's a heavy comment coming from a guy with your stature. You know, I think it's time. It's crazy. To, it's crazy to say that, though, isn't it? I just think it's time. I don't know. It's don't crazy know. to say that. I know. Think no. about what we've had. I know. I know. I know. Think of the run, and I mean, just a brilliant coach. We all know mm-hmm. that. But and then you look at. You're not going to jump in on this. No, one. No, I'm going to let you let yeah, you go. Yeah, 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 I'm just going to see where this hangs. Let him hang. Right? I, I, I mean, um, I mean, what a run! But but I don't know. I just think maybe some new ideas. Yeah, and we don't even have an offensive coordinator. Who's it's tricky. Please, the the, the offensive plays. line is frustrated right now. I was I told him yesterday. <laughs> there, I, I listened to it. There, where they're all mad because they don't have the a real coach and have a real unit. They got people yeah. that are like, I don't know what I'm doing. Mac Jones might get killed because of that because they're not yeah. in sync. You've always said that. You've always said yeah. that forever. You guys were just like, I never even. <laughs> this is my favorite thing to say to Dan, really. I don't really know all of your names. I just knew you guys was one unit that was really good. That's the best compliment you can get. Right? That's <laughs> yeah. true, right? It was yeah. it, because that line for – there was a good run where it was it was probably – it was it was a 5 but then probably one or two more plugged in for yeah. probably, what, seven years? Yeah, probably right around there. Yeah, one or two got plugged. Brady, Brady you know, didn't get knocked co- down too many times. Like there no, was that's a, core, a long run. get to knock down too Logan, many times. Light, me um, – and there was, you know, a, you know, 
Steve Deal or Andrewsy in the beginning. Yeah, Hoekstein. And then Hoekstein yep. would mix in yep. and um, Volmer. Yeah, it was a good crew. Good crew uh, there. And then, Callahan. There was a, there was a bunch of bunch of guys that contributed. You'll like this um, picture if you haven't been in here. We got to try to get you into this spot. Dan brought me in when last fall, last spring, For into the locker room, into the into the players players area. Oh, in the like yeah, the, yeah. the yeah, front yeah. entrance. Yeah, greatest picture. We could probably find it online too. It's who is it? You Mankins? It's me, Mankins, Gorin. It's five. No, no. I think four or five of you. It was either Gorin or Ashworth. Absolutely and light covered. And Neil. Oh, light, and Neil. light and Neil. That's Neil, it. Logan, me, or maybe it was Joe. No, whatever. It was four or five of you. It was either, I think it was Gorin, Neil, me, Logan, and Light. Covered in mud. Oh. Head to toe. That's Head football. to toe. That's right? Football. And it's a huge picture. Right when you walk into their facility, you go in, there's a desk there. It's Belichick's guy right like yeah the, like right behind it or something yeah, yeah. yeah. His, his number his, one guy so you walk in there, a huge the guy you don't this. want the guy you don't want to come and rip you out of the medium that's, that's true you know the size of two <laughs> of these walls big huge picture so it's life life size and it's covered in mud covered in mud and there's one figure in that picture that doesn't have a speck of mud <laughs> a speck of dirt and it's 12, just there. Looks like an angel in the middle of them. But there's a reason for that. Did you see and a glow? He never went down. No, <laughs> like, no. They, they never got no, to him. They never got to him. <laughs> These guys were covered. Let me ask this question. Why does Boston College produce so many quality offensive linemen? Uh, I think that's what they're noted for now. Yeah. I, I, there always seems yeah, to be good someone in yeah, the pros. I think, I think mm-hmm. they... Offensive line from Boston College. I mean, I think you just want to recruit and get good, solid kids in there, right? Smart. Kids too. that are smart, kids yep. that want to work. Mm-hmm. Um, we had great coaches uh, at Boston College, especially on the offensive line. Um, but, you know, I think, you know, Lyman is one of those things. You don't have to be the greatest athlete mm-hmm. uh, to succeed. You know, you mm-hmm. can use great technique, fundamentals. You can use your brains. You know, there's more than one way to get to the spot that you need to get to to win the block. Were so. you recruited by anybody else besides Boston College? I'm sure you had yeah. other opportunities. Yeah, I think it, um, for me, it probably... <laughs> this is, my, this is not my yeah. podcast. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, I hit Thanks, Dennis. I hit us both. Uh, it came down basically between Syracuse and, and Boston Ooh. College. No, what about um, what about my... This is a great story that you have. I think it was Virginia. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, they Virginia. They had the old... When you watch a movie and they got the recruiting board up and you see it all the names. It wasn't as computerized uh, back then. No, they had so the magnets. Sure. The magnet they stick them on the wall. Here, mm-hmm. Here's our depth, you know, not, our, not our depth chart, but here are the recruits we're going after for this position. Yeah. <laughs> did was we, it did Virginia? We, did we already tell the story? I, I think no, we, we did. did. But, right, so I went down for an unofficial visit to Virginia my junior summer uh, just to take a quick look. Like VTAC, Virginia. We went to NC State. Um, Duke, um, maybe a couple other schools or something. So I was getting letters from Virginia, and then just one day they stopped. But I had met, and actually he was a groomsman, Noel LaMontagne. He was a lineman at Virginia, All-American, and he played at a high school in my area where I grew up, and we became friends, and he was was, uh, worked at the agency that I signed with, and he was a groomsman in my wedding. Um, but I kind of like, he's, he told me the story one time. I sort of didn't get it. And then finally we sat down and we really talked about it. So they had the magnetic strips of everybody they were recruiting, the names that they, they, that they were, you know, talking to. Um, and he said when they went in to clean out the guy when, oh God, oh, what the heck? Um, Coach. Who was Welsh. It? Welsh. I don't remember who it was. 
Welsh was the coach, I think. Uh, when they, he left or retired or got fired, they went into this guy who was responsible <laughs> for recruiting the Lehigh Valley or Pennsylvania. They found my name <laughs> from the magnet from the board <laughs> behind <laughs> the desk, and that's why the the recruiting letters just stopped, and I never heard from them no. again. The world works in mysterious recruiting ways. Recruiting 101, huh? Yeah. Recruiting 101. So if you're the only using those, be careful. The, the only, only name one. on the floor. No, no, it, it wasn't the only Decoping. one. There was some other ones. It wasn't just me. Uh, but yeah, yeah, it's great. The name had yeah. fallen off the board, and that's why they, 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 they hey, lost worked, contact. worked out. Oh, I wouldn't change it. You know, about, yeah. about 30 years ago, well, actually, when I came on board, I did away with the Celebrity Carnival. I think you came one, one or two years to mm-hmm. the Celebrity yes. Carnival. We'd do a luncheon in the afternoon, then after that, we'd have the carnival. Yeah, and I went on the, uh, the uh, program you yeah. guys had on Cox. That's right. Yep. So, um, 30 years ago, we had a couple of people from Rhode Island. They were able to walk into the Patriots locker room and ask players if they wanted to come to the Celebrity Carnival. Mm-hmm. No security, no, just free access. They, they'd walk over to Mosi Tatupu and say, you know, would you like to come down to the Carnival? I'd love to. What's the date? Give them the date, you show up at the Carnival. You know, how things mm-hmm. have yeah. dramatically Yeah, I don't think you're changed. getting in there right now. <laughs> they wouldn't let him in. So it was ten, I was willing, it was 10 questions before they even let him in. They were looking through the eye, they're like, New England clam chowder. You know? Yeah, wouldn't even let him in. He's on the board right behind you. Right behind you, there's a picture of him. 67. My, yeah. My key card right. doesn't work anymore. I wonder why. Yeah, it doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yeah, that was fun that day, though. That was Those pictures were like, you walk down those halls, it's like all just, you know, Tons of memorabilia, you know, like yeah. I mean, it's just so much. There's yeah. just in these years, and and were you were you a different fan? Were you a fan of any other team for a pro, or are you like no. one of these Fairweather fans? Uh, no, well, or? you know, back in the day when I was like, you know, very young, all we had were the Giants. You right. know, in this area, yep. you watch the Giants. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then when the Patriots came along, we watched a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. And then, obviously, when they started taking off, I mean, everyone all of a sudden became yeah, a Patriot. That was, that was an easy one. I mean, but never, you know, never Dallas, never Oakland. Yep. Never, well, Oakland, if, you know, yep. as a mock, yep. I mean, from Cranston. So if, if he was playing, you would always root for the guy from your hometown, of right. course. But, no, never, uh, you know, never. And I never thought I'd ever see the day where the Patriots would ever win a Super Bowl or yeah. go on a run like this. I mean, we were the laughing stock of a professional football yeah, for see, how I many was years? Just, I was just a little too young to realize that. I'm 30, <laughs> so I'm 38, so it was like I've seen majority of this run in the time that I remember. I, I liked, so I liked the... Well, even what, 95, 96, they went to a Super Bowl, yeah, too. So. Yeah, and, and, and that was when, better. you know, you're already like, oh, okay, like they're getting better. But, like, I was, a, I was like, like the 49ers early on. I think I just liked the colors. I had the starter jacket, yeah. you know. But then it, I've been Pats kind of through and through since probably 10 years old, which yeah. is... All right, well, before um, you write them yeah. off this season, let's just let it play out a little bit. I'm not writing it off. It sounds like you guys are no, just he, like... No, down here's day, they, they had it some. sounds like you guys have been listening to too much talk radio during the day. I have no, been. That's what's no. wrong. Oh, my they, God. They crush them right now. Well, you They're know something. They're killing the right you got to give them time. You know, and, and, you know, the defense looks like it's going to be very good, very talented, yeah. right? Got a lot of it's, good corners and safeties, and and he'll he'll do something special. That's you what's know, funny. Always do that's what's special. funny, Dennis, right? We're both like, is it time? But then all of a sudden, like, okay, wait a minute here. They're 6-2. They're and two. You know what I mean? Can that happen? Yeah. And then, like, is it like, is everybody back on again? No, well, they'll I'll, be back I'll, on in a heartbeat if they're I'll say this. I'll say this. For, for I don't know how many years, I always said, what would it be like if Brady had a play against Belichick's defense? 
I said that a hundred times. What would Belichick do special if he had to play against Tom Brady? And it finally happened. Mm-hmm. Was yep. it last year? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, two years ago, right? Yeah. Two, two years. Yeah. Two years yeah. Ago. Not last year. Two years ago. Two yeah. years ago. Can't believe you didn't. And go I, I think, I think, <laughs> I think Belichick had his number that day. I yeah. mean, they won. No, no, yeah. There's no doubt. Tampa Bay won the game, but I think Belichick had his number that day. They, they, didn't, on, they didn't have the a, best day. They won on a field goal, right? Didn't they? They won on a field goal late, mm. and they just needed to shove that field goal one way or the other. I was rooting like for both things to happen. I didn't yeah, know like, what to do. <laughs> well, I was like, I was in a think he, world he, of emotion. Was, I, I thought. And I, see, well, I, don't, I, think I don't know the game well enough to yeah, strategize. Yeah, no, I think it. if you play against right. or play or coach a guy long enough, you know, you know what he likes, what he doesn't like, what he likes to go against, and I think that's what we had. We don't when we would play. Um, when uh, Mangini went into the Jets or Mangini was with the, mm-hmm. the Browns or something like that. Yeah, you're we playing had, their defense. We had tough games against guys that yeah. you know came from our coaching staff and were on other, yeah, but it yeah, seems other like, teams. It, it seems like Belichick, he ties that quarterback up. You know, mm-hmm. he did it for, to Manning for 100 years. He just tied him up. Yep. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what he did. I don't, I don't know what the strategies were. I really don't. And I'm sure there's something a little bit more intricate than – well, you know no, what I would just go. just with just with the strategy on the Colts, I think we're just a tougher team. Yeah, just gonna, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> quick, let's, just, let's just come down with well, that. So, and they always uh, say when he, what was their banner that they had? Oh yeah, the runner-up banner. Runner, AFC oh, AFC runner-up. Yeah. <laughs> no, a, I think it was AFC. Was it AFC finalist? Yeah, AFC oh, finalist. That's what it was. AFC AFC's, championship yeah. finalist or something like yeah, that. That's a bad they banner. Yeah, didn't even win that soft, game. Soft. It seems like every time he plays somebody for the first time, a rookie quarterback comes in. He ties them in knots. He did it to that oh, kid from San Diego. The no, and uh, Sam Darnold. Remember, he was like uh, yeah. seeing ghosts out here. Yeah, <laughs> that's what he said on the yeah. sideline. Yeah. Yeah. He's he's got, seeing ghosts. It's going to be interesting because he's got Joe Burrow coming in this year. And yeah, this is the no, first he's no rookie. He's no rookie. Joe Burrow too is kind of like my my. He's my next kind of guy. Next crush. Well, but the problem is, my crush is still playing football. So when's he going to stop? That's what we can't figure out. But. I oh know. yeah, he left. He left Ohio State. What's going on there? Wasn't good enough to play for us. Yeah, yeah. Well, and yeah. then he hit puberty. I think. Then he, uh, <laughs> then he won you. the Heisman. Then he won yeah. the national championship. Became yeah. the first round draft. <laughs> yeah, and is a stud. I think he's a real deal. Yeah, too. he's the real deal. What about baseball? Are you Red Sox fan or what? Uh, who are you root for? You're yeah, a Yankee. I feel like you could be one of these Patriots Yankees guys. No, no, all New England. Okay, all, all right. New England through and through, except Ohio State, except for the Buckeyes. Patriots yeah. Yankees guys. And I mean that by my in-laws. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that by Mike and Exhibit Ron. They're, they're Patriots, Yankees guys. But you know something, you know, and and my 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 wife will tell you this: when the Patriots were going good and they were winning, I'd watch. But these guys are on TV. It's like clear the house. I got to be by myself mm-hmm. three hours. You better Chips take the kids out. <laughs> take the kids out. There's going to be a lot of swearing going on. There's going to be yep. a lot of yelling and screaming. Yep. But when the Patriots were playing in their heyday, they were winning Super Bowls. I liked it. I loved it. I just thought just back different. about how bad. But it wasn't the passion that yeah. I had. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. Why. And now we got now we got football season coming. Mm-hmm. Thankfully, there's something to watch yeah. on the weekends now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It it's is. been rough. Red it's Sox, it's three, a three a three hour three and a half hour baseball game is tough to watch. They're trying to shrink Especially it, up. Especially when there's know? 162 of them, and yeah. you know, you know, the players don't. I don't mind the 162, but they get you know they're working on it, trying to speed this thing up more. Yeah. But also, they got somehow these rivalries have to pop back again. You know, it's not the same. Remember, like, Red Sox-Yankees 2004, yep. 2001, 2007? Yeah. It was like, I watched every second. Of yeah, but games. now they're saying that next year, uh, every team in the Major League Baseball will play every other team mm-hmm. once, which will reduce, reduce the, number you the play amount in of times you're playing the division. Yankees. Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, it's, and so, it's I gonna I go like backwards. that because you'll see. You know, one thing mm. I need to do too. I want to do a stadium thing. I got a bunch of buddies that have done this. Where they've been to every stadium. Yeah, I think that would be fun. Have yeah. you? Have you thought about that for football? Is that something people do for football yeah. too? Yeah, absolutely. They, they go yeah. watch every everything. Yep. You know, and that's how you get that a lot because you yeah. get down to the end. And if yeah. you're trying to track your team, you're like, oh, yeah. the Red Sox haven't played the Diamondbacks in Arizona. Perfect. I'm going. Then you yeah. And I would love to go to Arizona. every Big Ten school and see the Buckeyes mm. play on the road, you know, at Minnesota and Michigan State. I've been to Michigan. I've been to Rutgers. Penn State. Uh, I uh, have not been to Penn State. We were there. My brother and I did a road trip on my retirement, and we ended up going to Penn State, spending a couple of hours at Penn State. But uh, have not been to Penn State for a game. And, the place uh, is loud. Uh, oh, the, the place town. is huge. And yeah. we went there, and this this gentleman, he said, I'll take you on a tour. The poor guy, you know, he had a cane, and, you know. And I said to him, all right. I said, I'm going to. His name was Lou. I said, all right, Lou. Who was the greatest player to ever play at Penn State? He didn't blink. John Capaletti. Mm-hmm. I said, you're talking Franco Harris. You're talking all those great linebackers. Mm-hmm. You're talking, you know, he goes, John Capaletti. And then he went off about how great Joe Paterno was, which mm-hmm. made, made me smile. So, yeah. Yep. You know. yep. Here's what here, I got one story for you, though. You ready? All right. So we're going into um, uh, Notre Dame. It was my fifth year. They were ranked two, three, or four in the country. They just played Florida State the week before. You're going there? We went there. Touchdown Jesus. Touchdown Jesus. We're going there, and um, they were talking about national championship time. And remember, what was it, 93? It was like the same scenario. They Notre Dame had beaten Florida State, and then BC comes into Notre Dame, and they won on the field goal. So we're going in. They're undefeated. We're, we're a good football team. We're, I mean, we're probably top 25 that year at some point. Um, but my buddy, my roommate, Brian St. Pierre, who was a quarterback, was a captain along with a couple other guys, defense, I forget who it was, but um, they're going out for uh, early for the coin toss or something like that, and the refs are right there trying to lead them out. And all of a sudden, the ref turns around, and he's, like, pushing the guys away, and our guys, are there, our captains are like, what the heck? I almost cursed there. Uh, what, what is going on here? What is going on here? Or what are you guys doing? And he's like, hold on, they're coming. And he moves him out of the tunnel off to the side. And my buddy, Brian, just turns around. And he's like, all you saw was a sea of green because they brought out the green uniforms that day. And it was uh, Tyrone, Tyrone Willingham. Was that the coach at the point? Yeah. Just a sea of green coming down the tunnel at Notre Dame. And I was a Notre Dame fan a little bit growing up. And playing in the stadium was really cool. But then when they came out with that green uniform and the place just goes absolutely ape. Yeah. There's a curse. Yeah, there's a curse. Um, <laughs> and then yeah. um, we went on to beat them that game, too. Oh, just crushed their season. It was wow. great. All right, let me ask one question. Yeah. The meanest person you played against? The meanest? Meanest. Oh, we asked the meanest? Oh, meanest. The I'm talking about the guy on that defensive line who was just ruthless, mean. <sighs> I know. Toughest is Chris Jenkins. And then you, you've also. I don't know if I played um, a, with a lot of mean guys. Chris Jenkins. Chris Jenkins. He was a D tackle for the Panthers when we played him in the Super Bowl in '03, and then he was a nose guard at the Jets the last mm. few years. And then you also say a lot. Zach Thomas was like hitting. Zach Thomas was like hitting a cement wall. Yeah, but he wasn't mean though. He was no. 
but tough, didn't know, tough, 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 tough as nails. You had a head oh, the yeah. size of small, like downhill, small, small but compact and powerful. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> when he came like, downhill, I was like, oh god, ball. here we go. This is but gonna that hurt. One guy, that one guy was just you know. Oh, that guy is mean. I don't think you've dropped into the mean category before. Linemen are a different breed. Whether you're defense yeah. alignment, you know, or offense alignment, it's like you conserve your energy when you can. Mm-hmm. So when you get done with the play, you just walk back to the huddle or yeah. jog back and try and get ready for the next one. Yeah. The de- the the uh, the defense. Oh, Channing Crowder was yeah. not a nice person. Oh, nice. And I want to say Sam Madison from the Dolphin, Dolphins, too. Uh-huh. Light did not have a lot of friends on the uh, the Miami Dolphins. Sam Madison, I think Channing Crowder were mm. not nice. That's a tough one. Yeah. Defensively, I'll have to think about that. Yeah. Meanest. You've always said Zach Thomas. You've mentioned Zach, Zach Thomas. Is you always say by the way, Zach, he's a great guy. Zach Thomas is a great yeah. guy. Hell of a football player. Should be a, in the Hall of Fame he has someday. A four cement block. Oh, head. my God. He was. <laughs> he it's like was, a Lego man. He w- you want to talk about a downhill line? That was yeah. there's there's your guy. Yeah, he was tough. He was tough. Um, how we, about on, how about on the Patriots? If we had to pick somebody that you had to go against on the defensive side of the football, who's mean? I mean, good. I mean, Seymour, uh, Will yeah. Fork. Oh, uh, Will Fork, tough. Will Fork could do a lot of different things. He could just so he could, big, he could, like he, so agile. Yeah, for he a could big too guy. gappy. He could you know corral you. And then uh, he could also penetrate up the field too, so he was tough. Your tough guy was uh, Steve Neal, though, right? You said never Steve Neal, like the guy, but, number but one again, guy, a you, great guy, yeah. very nice but guy, but number one guy you don't want to get a don't, fight with. You do not want to mess with Steve Neal. <laughs> he was a world championship uh, wrestler. Wrestler never played yeah. college football, but like Bruce I King? guarantee you, he could. That's kick amazing. Anybody never Brew never was, played. Brew was tough and smart, undersized, yeah. but he just got around it yeah. with his brains. Yeah. Um, that's what the, that's what the guy sitting at home wants to know, you know. That's who's, right. the, who's the jerk? There you go. You know, yeah. Who's the meanest? We can guy bring you there. on a guest host. Oh, the God. games change. Yeah. It's not like the old oh. days with the you know with Mark's Raiders. You know, you're sitting out there with Jack Tatum, uh, the or, cast, you know, and all that <laughs> people stuff. With the cast. And let's just see how much <laughs> stickum we can throw on our yeah. arm and cheat here uh, or yeah. something. You know, yeah. Yeah. those were you know those are some. Those yeah. are some me guys like Hendrix yeah. and all those. Yeah. You, you did mention earlier. You said you know when you clear out the room. You know, at the house, you said, you know, there's going to be some swearing, oh, right? You know, Often. and Dan, Dan just dropped in. So, so a while ago, we used to let it rip a little bit more. You know, we used to, to kind of say what we want. We didn't, <laughs> we didn't harness it as much. And, you know, the, the, what do you call it? The, who are the police of the airwaves? Uh, the, the, FC, uh, uh, the FTC? F- no, FCC. FCC, <laughs> FCC, yeah. FCC right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't really come down on us, but I like to say that that's a story. It might have been Gary and Frank in the other office being like, hey, uh, uh, watch, watch the swears uh, or beep them. So what we started was a swear jar. Right this is maybe you. a month and a half ago. Here's our swear yeah. jar. Every time we were saying a swear, we'd throw a $5 bill in there, $10 bill in there. There you go. And we said, what we're going to do, though, yeah. is we're going to give this to somebody. Sure. We're going to the Special Olympics. All right. Okay. That's so great. I don't know how much is in there because I don't know how many swears. A couple hundred bucks, 150 bucks? Yep. Buck 60. Hey, we're right. giving it well, to you. Hey, that's only hey, a you month and a half. Hey, and it's Rhode Island, so we're going to give you a cash envelope. Cash. Slide oh, across the table. Cash. Cash. Right? You got to go give that to them. Can you do that for us? Well, I will. But you know can, what? can we have a? Uh, can we that's, have that, a? That, that's F and outstanding. Okay. All right. He's going to add to it. All right. There, there we, we go. go. All right. Beautiful. Beautiful. All right. We'll add. Can to we it. have our tax write-off? Yeah. Can you send us a slap? 
I would like eighty dollars, so, and he would yeah. like it. So we're gonna reload it again, though. So uh, and we've already said that this is what that's for. It's yeah. for the Special Olympics Rhode yeah. Island. So we always so. say it when it's really special and we need it. That's can, right. Can I tell one quick story before we end up? Absolutely. So high school, I played basketball and, and um, played pretty. You know, played the highest level of basketball. Played a little bit in college, and so. Saturday mornings, we used to go over to a local gym here in Cranston and, and, and play play basketball and, you know, light it up a little bit when we were a lot younger. So uh, one day I go over to the gym and, and uh, Mark Van Egan's going to guide me. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I have a great day. I mean, the ball's going in and scoring and scoring. <laughs> it's great, you know. And I go home and I'm thinking, man, oh, man, Mark Van Egan was guiding me and I kicked his a little bit. You know, I had a pretty good day. It's five more bucks, by the way. Yeah. Five more. That's right, man. So I go back the next week, right? I take my first shot. He hits me so hot. I roll. And there was a door there. There was a door. And I'm rolling toward the door. I roll out of the door. And he comes over. He gives me a seat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, are you okay, Denny? Are you okay? I said, yeah, Mark, I'm, I'm really fine. But the message was sent yeah. that he was not going to allow me to have a day like I had the week before. <laughs> yeah, just knock me. Bang yeah, on yeah. The then wall. if you get the hang, if you get the handshake and you feel yeah. that handshake, you're like, yeah. oh, sh- yeah, there's yeah. a big handshake. Yeah. He's this, picking this, me up. This he guy got me this strong. Uh, he, he got me this summer. This summer yeah. he got me on it oh. where he, I I wasn't quite ready and he got the <laughs> fingers and I was like ah oh. like, oh, yeah. he got can me we, can yeah. we do that again yeah. <laughs> oh, I need a better one like, oh, I wanted of, to lang that thing the rest yeah. of that Saturday morning I did a lot of passing yeah a lot of a dishing lot of the passing. ball a lot they of said, dishing the ball how come you're not shooting this week I think I've had enough of shooting I think I shot enough <laughs> last week and you know I'm not gonna roll out of the gym anymore in my yeah exactly hey well you had great run there are you actually retiring. Are you actually yeah. taking some time? Yeah, I, I think you know something. Um, if something comes my way down the road, who knows? But yep. uh, right now, um, at, like I told people over and over again, if I wanted to work, mm-hmm. I had the greatest job in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's great. I wouldn't leave it. That's yep. great. You know, if I really wanted to work, I would have right. stayed right where I was. Makes sense. Um, but you know, the time has come. Uh, it's a great time for the organization to move yeah. in a different direction. If if there's New person wants to move it in there. Who's coming in, by the way? His name is Ed Pacheco. Okay. Uh, And Ed. My father in law um, was asking. That's why he wanted to move it. Ed Pacheco, he was a uh, former rep um, um, out of Boroughville, and he ran the Rhode Island College Foundation. So he has Mm -hmm. a background in fundraising. Great personality, very outgoing. Um, I think he'll do a great job. And and like I've (laughs) I've said this a hundred times. It takes an awful lot to screw up Special Olympics mm-hmm. yep. because everyone just loves it so much. Yeah. You yeah. know, you, it's just such a great organization. It's feel good. It's great, and, and everyone who supports it knows they're doing a great thing. That's right. Yeah. If he's uh, if he's getting your recommendation, I'm sure he's at, sure the organization's yep. in great hands. Yeah. And yeah. you know, congrats on your 13 years, Thanks, and Dan. thank you for thank everything you. that you did. And thank I'm you, sure Joe. you're going to be very much involved. Hey, and also, uh, if you're at the, if you're free for the golf tournament yeah. next year, we can kick Frank out. You can you can jump on our team. <laughs> We'll still have him pay the bill, by the yeah. way. But we'll bring you in. <laughs> hey, thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having me today. Of course. Yeah, thank you. Yeah. We, really we, we had this plan for a while. We were hoping to see you at yeah. the golf. And then I, as soon as I saw him, like, we got to grab him. I just hope Belichick doesn't get a copy of this podcast. Yeah. 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 No, we, send, no, we send this to him. He approves it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Dennis. Thanks, guys. We'll see. Thank you. Appreciate it. Past Our Prime is brought to you by Squad Locker. Squad Locker is your one-stop shop for custom team apparel, delivered right to your front door. Learn more by visiting squadlocker.com.